0: Time to pack the lunchbox, check the backpack, get the kids back to school. And
1: we're right there with you
0: on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Oh, it's a good day, singing the song, and it's a good day. From moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything go wrong? A good day from morning till night. Oh, good yes, morning,
1: Grand good Valley. Valley. It's going to be a good day here in the Watchdog Morning Show studio. It's going to be a good day around the upper Ohio Valley with a partly sunny day, mostly sunny day. Today, all day long, daytime high around 80. Today, tomorrow, pretty much the same. A little bit of showers and thunderstorms coming in on Thursday and Friday. Could be a A lot of rain on Thursday, but still it could be warm. We're heading close to 90 on Thursday. Right now, 66 Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 65 at the Highlands, 64 in my backyard in Elm Grove, and 65 degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. I thought just for the heck of it I would check the air quality index. I haven't done that for a while. We were checking it every day when... The wildfire smoke was, you know, so visible around here. We're at 80, which is moderate. It's not uh, normal, but it's above well, normal, but moderate. Uh, uh, no indication health uh, problems could arise. So we have moderate uh, air quality index today. So uh, be aware of that. As Mr. Big Voice announcer man Bob said, it is back to school. Some of them went back to school yesterday. Today, Marshall County, Ohio County, St. Clairsville schools are all heading back into the classroom, getting ready for... Um, another fine school year. Teddy had to, I hated it because when Teddy and I are together, I always keep him up late and that's what his parents always say. You keep him up too late. I had to let him let him go to bed at a normal time. It's a school night now. I hate to say though you know, it's a school night, Teddy. You have to go to bed early, but uh, he had a rigid schedule and he got to bed early and uh, my uh, other, my granddaughter, Ariana, was uh, all excited about going into seventh grade. So, um, yeah, it's kind of fun to, you know, I can't go back to school ever again, but it's fun to watch the kids go back to school.
2: Nothing fun about it, Howard, other than, you know, <laughs> being a parent and you have that peace and quiet that you've been looking for all summer long. But, uh, you know, I remember my childhood memories just would be sick at my stomach this time of year, just just in anticipation of going back to school. And yesterday and today, you're right, it's going to be hazy. But let's remember what a month ago. They were actually canceling ball games and activities yes. outside because uh, it was just too unsafe to, to breathe. So it's going to be not too uh, pleasant the next couple of days, Howard, but uh, it was worse. It was a
1: whole lot worse back then. I read a, a, a political, it, it's it's political, but it's other things too, a website called Axios, one of the bigger ones. Uh, they did a whole pullout last night on... The extreme weather we've had this this summer, and we've talked about this enough here that maybe we've done what they did. But when you start running down everything that has happened this summer in terms of weather, um, Canada's worst wildfire season on record. Uh, I did not know this. In Canada, they evacuated several cities because of the wildfires. Um, a couple of the cities are actually being still being threatened to be burned down in uh, in British Columbia. Uh, Tropical storm Hillary. Dropped more rain than they ever had in Southern California just this week. That's, you know, that's been added to the mix. Um, w- the heat wave that is still kind of around here, you know, every day I say we're getting close to 90, and and we say, but well, that's not too bad because we were in the 90s and close to 100 there for a while during the summertime, but normally 88 around this time of year would be you know, pretty hot. Uh, there are, let me see, what are some numbers I have here? Um, as of Monday hundred and seventeen million people in more than a dozen states are under heat alerts. OK, um, more than eight thousand three four. Bless you, heart. So then heat temperature records have been set or tied this year. Eight thousand three and four heat temperature records have been tied this year in this country.
2: It's getting hot out there. But I'll tell you the difference. And I I don't I don't think it's just me being sixty one instead of being thirty one. I think at thirty-one, you and I would have laughed about it. We'd have made a joke about it, right? My brain's telling me concern, danger. Will Robinson, something. Pay attention here. All the clues are hitting you right between the eyes. Something is different. Something is happening.
1: Something. That's the point of this article, though. Axios has is when you pull all of this stuff together. And by the way, uh, I just heard on ABC News, South Texas is preparing for a tropical storm today. So I mean it's everywhere. It's heat, it's rain, it's wildfires. Uh, did I mention I don't think I even mentioned the Maui wildfires. Um, I just when you see we've pulled it together a couple times when I was reading this piece last night from Axios, he's pulled it all together and you just can't help but say something's not right. And Axios talked to a couple of climate scientists who say, "Hey, you see this summer? You ain't seen nothing yet."
2: And the clues sometimes are good. We, we, we get kind of caught up. Let's go back to February when it was damn near what? It was almost 80 degrees. Is that right, Howard? Isn't that true? <laughs> what do we have, like
1: half an inch of snow for the entire winter uh, season? For the winter whole season?
2: winter. For the whole winter. Not one day, not one morning. That's your whole winter. Th- things are different. Things are just, I, and I just don't think it's one of those cycles where you just say, well, that was a little bit different and it'll be it'll be back to normal.
1: Yeah, it, no. Well, it's a cycle, but it's going to be a long cycle, like a hundred million years cycle, <laughs> you know. But I just we stop and th- think about this summer. Eight thousand three hundred and four cities have hit temperature re- records this year.
2: Remember the pictures uh, early in the spring of I believe it's Lake Mead. Remember the the low <laughs> never been. They're finding bodies. They're finding yeah, they're, cars. That's right.
1: They're finding they, bodies from twenty years ago because they've been. Tony Soprano had dumped them in the in the reservoir and thought they'll never be found again.
2: But. I'm not a doomsdayer. I'm d I am i do not believe in that stuff. But I believe when things hit you between the eyes enough times that you have to say, you have to acknowledge that man, I think when I was a kid, it always snowed in December. We, we used to get sleds for you Christmas. Just, yes. Remember
1: the days you would sled ride down the hills? Again, <laughs> I'm
2: only 61. I'm not talking about going back to the early 1900s. Again, people, the months have changed. I know that because I used to spend a lot of time outdoors. What The, the weather that we're getting now What in, in, in November, that used to be October yeah. or, or early October even. Yeah. You know.
1: So again, pay attention. But I say this, I've said this a thousand times on this show. If we were watching a movie, if we were watching a movie on TV or in the theaters, and we saw 8,304 days of record heat, and we saw uh, California for the first ever a tropical storm, and we saw wildfires destroying parts of Canada, and we saw wildfires in Hawaii, and wildfires in Washington State, and South Texas now under a... Uh, a tropical storm alert, and all of these things, if we saw them, we would be yelling at the TV screen to the hero, Can't you see
2: something's wrong? Something is wrong. Why can't you see it? And by the way, the island of Mali uh, caught fire, and it, it's all gone. It burned up. <laughs>
1: it's just, and, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm like you, good Christian that I am. I'm not a doomsdayer, okay? But... Are we in the end days? I mean, probably not, but what – is it climate change? I don't want to get into all the politics of that. Um, Once upon a time, I would have just made a little joke about Mother Nature's mad. But, you know, it's not a joke anymore.
2: Well, no, it's not a joke, Howard, because, by the way, we have a madman running for president. He's got a really – the numbers are in his eyes, right? But he might be in prison. So, yeah, yeah, times are changing, Howard.
1: If we – if we we're going to list everything that does suggest we are in the end times, yeah, we might throw that into <laughs> a totally unhinged man who is almost like uh, who's going to have a good shot at being president again.
2: And by the way, Doomsday, or maybe I am at Doomsday, or how many nukes we got uh, sighted in on us these days, Howard, <laughs> They can actually hit us?
1: Oh, my Lord. Anyway, let's try to lighten things up a little bit here this morning on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, Again, we're going to have 80 for the high today, sunny, so it is going to be another hot and and, uh, and sunny day today. Boy, Teddy and I got in the pool yesterday. Last day before school, we got a final swim in, and, uh, oh, that water felt good. It felt good. It was so hot outside.
2: Speaking of... You know, water and one of the things we take for granted. Have you been paying attention to the poor folks down in Paden City, Howard? I didn't They're hear, didn't, other than Bob telling us about the, I didn't catch the whole
1: story. They're having water problems, I know.
2: Water problems? They're saying don't and, drink the water, don't shower, don't do anything involving in this water and, and because I it's
1: potential to kill you. Did I understand Bob Westfall correct when he said yesterday they actually have a new water system, fairly new water system put in there?
2: They talked to the chief, and he said, we're going to figure it out. But right now, we can't, we, you can't do anything with this water. That's how unsafe it is, Howard.
1: You know, we have uh, recently talked about what life would be like without electricity. If you stop to think about it, you know, how your life would change. We had uh, Dr. Forsten on the show uh, not long ago talking about EMPs and knocking out the power grid. Uh, it's maybe not quite the same thing, but picture
2: your, picture your life without water. Call somebody in Payton City because they're, that's exactly what they're going, and it kind of caught them by surprise. You know, I, I, I did watch Channel Seven this morning, and of course, as you can imagine, the people down there aren't very happy, especially the ones that they interviewed. They're upset. Communication, you know, this it shouldn't have happened like that, Howard. It just uh, really caught them off guard, and, and then people are looking. Wait, man, when's the last time I had some of this water
1: from the Big Seven town of Payton City under a do not use order for the entire town's water supply? and has been since last Wednesday. Uh, I didn't hear that, did you? Much No. Much of the town is looking for answers to fully understand what's going on. One of the city residents said, what we're hearing is, you know, you can't drink it, you can't flush the toilet, you can't shower. So the guy says, you know, that's pretty serious. <laughs> yes. You know, you're right. You know, you're right. You're right. The city received word from their laboratory that the PCE levels, I guess that's a bad thing, um, had exceeded the required amount of, for the water to be considered safe to use. Um, much of the town unaware of the issue until several rumors began circulating where? On social media. Uh, many residents said the communication on the status of the situation was minimal. Here we go again, Bob. You and I have talked about this even in our own situation here. Communication is the key to so many things. You know, at least you might want to get, you might want to tell people what's going on, you know. The city now awaiting test results after they flushed 900,000 gallons of water to remove the chemical, but they don't know if that's going to work or not. Once we, uh, This is the city water superintendent. This is all from the Big 7 here. Once we get on all, get an all-clear sample, uh, the state of West Virginia will be making decisions on our do-not-use order, uh, whether or not they can continue to use it or not. The city's frustrations are understandable. Well, I would say so, Absolutely. And let me see what Mr. McCabe is telling me here. It has to do with the water situation. Um, Oh, this is from John McCabe, newspaper editor extraordinaire. In the meantime, Peyton City residents have been told the contamination has been entering the water since July 19th. That's what I'm talking about. Holy mackerel. The National Drinking Standard. I'm glad John sent me this. This is probably in the newspaper story. It wasn't in the TV7 story. The National Drinking Water Standard is five parts per billion, because I don't know what these numbers are. I don't know what they mean. So all I can do is compare. National Drinking Standard for water, five parts per billion of this PCE. Payton City's last sample, 30 parts per billion. So six times the correct. That story is in the intel today. And uh, thank you, John, for, uh, for uh, fleshing that story out. I hadn't, said, hadn't seen the... Don't flush, Howard. We're not No, flushed. no, don't flush. Don't flush. I'm going to tell you. Last night, if I couldn't have flushed at a certain moment. Oh, geez, Howard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 22 after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Hey, I got to ask you this question.
2: Just personal, you and me. Okay.
1: Have you unclenched yet?
2: Wow, well, you know what? It wasn't that bad. And uh, for for use there, use for use for yous. for, you, for, Jens, for <laughs> Ians, yous yous use people for, for you listeners uh, out there. Uh, I rode in this morning with Howard. It was like a reversal. Instead of me picking Howard up, he picked me up. And what he's saying is clinch. You know, I guess holding on. Could you could you hear my toe tapping, Howard, when I was hitting the brakes in the uh, passenger side?
1: I got to say, you were pretty good. I was nervous about how you were gonna... oh! Yay! You know, but you gave me warnings. The cops were out there at one point. We'll,
2: we'll talk about somewhere. it later. But I'm wondering if you see correctly on the right side, because again, there were a couple like mirrors sticking out. <laughs> Is that the side you clipped something a, a month ago?
1: Well, it was more than a month ago. But you uh, know what I'm saying? Yeah.
2: You might want to take a better look on on the, to your right, Howard. And if you see Howard <laughs> coming, you might want to you know put your put your flashers on. Get out of the way.
1: All right. So well. But you 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 were okay. Appreciate I'm, the ride, though. All right, here we, there we are. are. There we go. There we go. Uh, last night we had a meeting for uh, Uniglobe, our Route 66 trip. I want to talk about some of the things. Uh, you know what I found out? We're gonna we're gonna visit the the, the set of F Troop, the old F Troop TV series.
2: Ah, that, that be really fun. sounds
1: like fun. That'll be kind of fun. You want to
2: take your hat off? You know, like was it Agar? And he would always crack somebody with his hat. Yeah,
1: I'm I'm hoping I can get like some you know, memorabilia. <laughs> I'm sure they there. sell them. Yeah, house. absolutely. I'm looking forward to that. So. Uh, I'll talk about some more of the Route 66 stuff that we learned last night. Uh, Route 66, September 7th, something like that, 9th. I have to double-check the time. But uh, we'll, be, we'll be off once again to get our kicks on Route 66. This time we fly into Oklahoma City and then bus it over to the Santa Monica Pier. That's where we'll end up and then turn around and fly back home again. And we're we're going to the Grand Canyon again. I've been to the Grand Canyon. Everybody in there, Bob? Ever been to the Grand Canyon? No,
2: and I have no desire. Really, and you don't know why you don't fall off. I just—it's a hole in the ground. It's a beautiful hole in the ground. All right, there's a few of them. I mean, that's—I guess that's the biggest one. Is that why they call it the Grand Canyon? No,
1: well, it's—it's—it's—it's—it's it's, 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 it's majestic. It's beautiful. It's—it's—it's—it uh, has. Uh, uh, the, the rock formations are, are astounding, and, they, and it's special. It's I special. like
2: that part of the country, but I'm pretty sure that off the top of my head, I could come up with a hundred things that I'd rather do out there than stand there and look at that hole for any length of time.
1: <laughs> well, we're going to visit the Grand Canyon again on our trip as well. All right, 725, 25 after the hour. What's up today in the serious world? Uh, Wheeling streets are, of course, torn up now. That's no great secret to anybody. But when the streetscape is done, what's the city going to do about downtown parking? Now, we have the new parking garage, but what about parking meters? Are they going to have the meters? Are they going to charge for your meters, take the meters out? The uh, city's development committee is talking about that this week, the future of parking downtown after the streetscape. Vice Mayor Chad Thalman coming in to offer some thoughts on that for us. The uh, Trump bond in Georgia set at $200,000. Uh, Which I'm sure he can meet that. Now, let's be honest about it. When I say he can meet it, I mean his campaign contributors who have given to his campaign will pay for it because that's the way he pays for his legal bills. So it's not a gigantic financial burden. But I'll bet that just ticks him off because in the other three cases, Bob, uh, nobody made him put up a bond. So now he's going to put up a bond to uh, uh, to stay free. Um, And meanwhile, there's more talk about Trump being disqualified by the 14th Amendment. We'll talk about all of this with Tom Skateri, our national correspondent, coming up a little bit later on. About 200 WVU students protested cuts and reorganizations at the university, and they called for E. Gordon Gee's firing. And in Food Talk, got a couple of Food Talk stories today. We talk so much about hot dogs, Bob. What beverage goes best with hot dogs? Now, I will bet I know what you're going to say. I'll ask you later. You may have a little bit of a surprise for me. But one suggestion that I read a whole article about probably will surprise you immensely. What beverage goes best with hot dogs? Plus, I'd be curious to see if uh, Steve from St. C. can verify this. National statistics say that we are cutting down on our use of food delivery services. Speaking for myself, that's certainly true. When the pandemic was on, uh, everything was delivered, delivered, delivered. And after the pandemic was pandemic was over, a lot of stuff we still had delivered. But now I'm more likely to go pick up curbside or pick up at the restaurant or simply go out to eat. And we've cut down dramatically on delivery. Numbers are saying that's the case. So all of that is coming up in Food Talk. 727, 27 after the hour, we are the Watchdog Morning Show for a Tuesday. Hi, Dave Wilson, filling in for Hoppy Kirchival on Metro News Talk Line. On Monday's show, talk to WB student Matthew Cole, who says he's going to be directly impacted by
3: the proposed program cuts. I was actually looking to um, go to graduate school for math here, but that is one of the programs that's up to be cut. So that would affect my decision on where to go to school. Now, the PhD math program here is the only one in the state.
0: Catch us each
1: weekday at 10.06 Metro News Talk Line on these Metro News radio stations.
0: Why? And Home Depot are trademarks of their respective plumbers and steam
4: fitters. Local 83 want to thank the owners and contractors of the Ohio Valley for using their locally trained workers to help build for the future. Local 83 helps design, fabricate, and build the gas infrastructure for the oil and gas industry here in the Ohio Valley. Plumbers and steam fitters. Local 83 is 300 members strong and growing. They also do residential, commercial, and industrial work on both sides of the river. For more information, call Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83
2: at 304-233-4445.
3: Need a new suit? Looking for a good book? Searching for a unique gift? The Ohio Valley's premier shopping choice is the Highlands. Find jewelry, hot new tech, arts and crafts. Over two dozen stores to visit, from Walmart and Target to Cabela's,
1: Menards, Kohl's, and Old Navy. Plan a day out of shopping, dining, and entertainment at the Highlands. At the top of the hill off I-70. See it all online at hitthehighlands.com. Live and local. Every weekday. With 10,000 10, watts of total power. On WKKX
0: and WVLY. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Oh, the shark babe has such teeth there. And it shows them pearly white Just a jackknife has old Maggie baby And it keeps it uh, out of sight Oh, you know when that shark bites With his teeth, baby Scarlet billows start to spread Fancy gloves, though, where's old Maggie Heath, babe. So there's never, never a trace of
1: red. Love this song. Love about every version of it. Uh, Mac the Knife. Uh, it's uh, 7.30 no, 7 in the morning here on the uh, Watchdog Morning Show. I have a, uh, one of these what would you do kind of stories. I want to throw out. We don't have time to talk about it right now, Bob, but give you a chance to think about it. Maybe you've thought about it already picked it up off of Facebook late last night. Every once in a while, there's one of these fun little postings that I think eh, it might be fun to talk about on the air. And I steal. I, I don't make no bones about it. I steal it from somebody's Facebook page. And we've talked about this kind of thing before. If you could speak to anyone in history, living or dead, who would it be and why? Now, the first response on Facebook was from my old friend, former mayor of Wheeling, the Reverend Jack Liphart, who's just a smartass, because he said, living. If you could speak to anyone in history, living or dead, who would it be? He said,
2: living. Sounds like he's really not into the seance.
1: I I don't think he's getting into the the spirit of the thing. Um, I'm not going to ask you. I'll do it later, but do you have any quick thoughts of... Uh, If you could talk to anyone in history, living or dead, who would it be?
2: Yeah, I'm going to keep the personal side out of it, so I'll keep it just for history. And I keep telling myself, man, that, that could probably be a wasted pick. But, yeah, I think I have my pick as in, Howard.
1: Okay, well, I'll get your pick, and I'm going to do the same thing. Probably, and many people who answered this on Facebook said, you know, my grandpa, my mom who died, those kind of things. and. And I, probably those are actually the answers I would use. You as want you know,
2: me boohoo and over her? How? Well,
1: no, and I don't want to boohoo, and uh, and I don't know that 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 uh, that opens us up for any great conversation. So I'm I'm just going to skip the personal stuff too. Um, but I also the number one answer, which I'll tell you in a minute, that people were putting on Facebook uh, is is surprisingly, and it might surprise you, it was not what I would go for either. Uh, we'll talk, but I want you all can think about that. If you could speak to anyone in history living or dead, who would it be? And It would be nice if you said why. Uh, use the text line 304-214-1600, FrioStack, auction service text line. Use the FrioStack, auction service phone line, 304-232-8255. Call us uh, if you want to tell me. If you could speak to anyone in history, living or dead, who would it be? Uh, be happy to share some of your thoughts with it. Bob and I will share some of ours coming up a little bit later on. And Adam Fike will share the Ohio Valley forecast in a minute or two. But first, let's check Ohio Valley uh, local headlines. And for that, we bring in Taylor Long from The Big 7.
5: Good Tuesday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this August the 22nd. Four children were removed from a home in Mingo Junction yesterday after two of them were found wandering outside on the roadway. Passing drivers called police after nearly hitting them. The kids were wearing soiled diapers and dirty t-shirts, no shoes or socks. A witness recognized the children and police took them to their home on the 100 block of Spring Avenue. Police say the front door was open and the inside of the home was in deplorable conditions. Four children were taken from the home and placed with a family member and the mother was arrested on pending child endangerment charges. Stay with 7 News for updates. Staying in Jefferson County, the search is ongoing for a missing teen. Police say 16 year old Nick Connor was last seen Friday night walking along train tracks in the Toronto area. Connor is described as standing 510 weighing 340 pounds. Authorities say it's possible that Connor was catfished and currently has no money and his phone is off. If you have any information, you're urged to call police at 740-537-1591. And over to Harrison County, 22 miles is a long way to walk. In just a few weeks, those 22 miles will represent the 22 veterans and first responders who commit suicide each day. On Saturday, September 2nd, a group will gather for a 12-hour walk at Sally Buffalo Park. Anyone is welcome to join them as they raise awareness for this critical issue. They're also asking for donations that will go towards the Harrison County Veterans and First Responders Jamboree. Even if you aren't up for the full 22 miles, you're still welcome to participate and AAA says oil prices are relatively low but heat in the south and the threat of hurricane season are keeping gas prices high. West Virginia's average price has leveled off after a spike now at $3.70 a gallon. That's an 11-cent spike in the last week. Now, Ohio's average is 358 and has actually come down 6 cents in the last week. The national average is 387. That was a look at your headlines. Have a terrific Tuesday. I'm Taylor Long, working for you.
4: How much could a cyber attack cost your business? The costs stemming from a cyber attack can vary tremendously, but are extremely significant. Recent studies have shown that the average cost of a data breach to small business can range from $120,000 to $1.2 million. In addition to financial loss, companies also suffer downtime, lost opportunities, and data recovery expenses that can all quickly add up. Omni Strategic Technologies, the only cybersecurity and advisory firm that the Watchdog trusts.
0: The national sales event is on at your Toyota
3: dealer. So stop in and check out Toyota's wide range of all wheel and four wheel drive vehicles, like a sporty Camry or a stylish Corolla, both with great MPGs. Or test drive a new RAV4, Highlander, or Corolla Cross, each with plenty
0: of cargo room. And be ready for any summer adventure. Visit buy at Toyota.com, the official website for deals. Hurry. Offers end September 5th. Toyota. Let's go places. New class. Fresh faces. A new school year welcomes us in. It's back to school time. And we're here with you on the Watchdog
1: Morning Show with Howard Monroe.
0: Dead Sarah. Right. You're the poet.
1: 37:23 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Back to school day for Ohio County, Marshall County, St. Clairsville. You folks are all heading back to school. Good luck, kids! It should be in your uh, new school year. Good luck, teachers, as you meet the new students and begin to. I talked to a teacher um, uh, over the weekend uh, who said she was so looking forward to Monday, and that in that her district started on Monday. So looking forward to Monday. Couldn't I? Can't wait to get back with the kids. I'm just excited to all get out. I'm not looking forward to Tuesday because after that, after Monday <laughs> that, it's let steam. That is all downhill after that I and, suppose And, Howard
2: I don't have the uh, the all the specifics here but uh, how cool was it that Brad Paisley kicked it off down there I don't even know the county you know they went through all that destruction with the flooding and everything and Glendale's own uh, Brad Paisley. Not only that not, not only went down with support, yeah. Yeah. but did like a little mini concert yes. there for those folks, and yes. just you know, he doesn't get enough credit because I don't think we know all the stuff that he really does. But uh, way to go, Brad Paisley. He is a guy who has never forgotten
1: his roots. Now, he is a super, super, superstar. If you want to, you want to hire him to come to
2: got a million bucks.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's he's he is in the top tier, but. We've seen him do that a number of times. Herbert Hoover High School, brand new after the big floods a few years ago, uh, just opened. And there was Brad Paisley, among the biggest country superstars in the country. And there he is singing at your uh, opening ceremony.
2: One thing I think you can say, Howard, 100%, he's a West Virginian. Fun fact from Mr. McCabe, John McCabe, helping us. He's helping
1: me out a lot today. Thanks, John. You you want a job? Come on (laughs) in and help us out. Thank you. Fun fact from Mr. McCabe. First, and this is something that we're going to be talking about next week, it's this whole business of what time should school start. Fun fact, first Ohio County student on the school bus today was picked up at 5.37 a.m. So the first student to get on the bus and to go to school today, and this is the first day of school in Ohio County for this year, had to get on that bus at 5.37 a.m. I was still asleep at 5.37 a.m., and I think I get up early. Um, That's crazy. It is crazy. That's just nuts. It is crazy. Mr. McCabe says that's insane, and he's right. I mean, it's it's an issue that the school board has been talking about and talking about and talking about, and there are seriously two different sides to it. I get it. But... You know, putting kids on a, so I don't know, John, was it an elementary student, Wheeling Park student, I don't know, 5.37 a.m. If your kid has to get on the bus at 5.37 a.m., what times does it mean you can have to get up?
2: And You know, it's not right making them get up that early, but think about how, they're a zombie for what, how long, their whole day, it it takes them, if they even get in the groove.
1: Listen, I'm a zombie. I mean, it takes me two or three, by the time we get off the air, I finally wake up, you know, so. It's your groove. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so, thank you, John, for sharing that with me. And, Bob, I want to thank you and, and John, both of you guys, um, for calling. I was aware of, and we had it on the air yesterday with Bob Westfall in our uh, 950 segment from Channel 7. Uh, I was aware of the Payton City problems, but honest to God, I didn't look at the story very in-depth. I don't know why. I just didn't. I didn't pay attention to it. So, I really want to thank you for calling it to my attention so I could learn more about it. And to John... Who is uh, helps us out from time to time, uh, sharing all this information about the uh, Payton City water problems. Uh, it's a pretty big deal. I mean, it's a pretty big deal.
2: Well, they're thinking they're they're concerned about your plumbing. You know, they don't want that water any, on anything. Think about that. There it's are these, terrible.
1: There, there are PCEs. That's what they're talking about entering in the Payton City water system. Have been doing it since July nineteenth. Uh, the last time they they took a reading. In Payton City, they were at five, no, I'm sorry, five parts per billion is the norm, and they were at 30 parts per billion. So they were six times that. PCE, according to the Morning Intel story, is known to impact the nervous system, the kidneys, the liver, and the brain. Uh, So, I mean, it's not a laughing matter. It's not going to make you sneeze. It's going to cause you some serious long-term problems.
2: I wonder, with the forecast, and Adam's on hold, he'll be able to tell us for sure when the rain's going to start. But I wonder if rain will hurt him or help him. How are you thinking? The, the A lot of rain might might cleanse it, maybe? I don't know what the hell I, I'm talking about. See, I don't
1: about. know. I, I Seriously, I don't know enough about it. Uh, the Peyton City Water Crisis Group, they've formed a water crisis they group. They need one. Yeah. Uh, says so a University of Kentucky health survey is coming soon. They're going to do a survey, I guess, of the water uh, the Water City Crisis Group was formed during the initial stages of Payton City's exposure to the contaminants. So anyways, but what I wanted to, I just, you know, it's why we have a team here. I appreciate you, Bob, being a little more aware of that than I was. Sometimes that happens. There are stories you you pay more attention to than I do, and that that points me in the right direction. And Mr. McCabe, thanks for your help with this. Your m- newspaper story has a lot of good, who did this? Ed Parsons. I do not know Ed Parsons. Uh, he did it for the intelligence or so. We'll try and follow the track this little more closely. Thanks to you, Bob, for uh, pointing it out to me. Now let's see how the weather of the day is going to be. Uh, what a hot day yesterday. Hot and sunny. Uh, we went swimming in the pool, my grandson and I. Let's see if it's going to continue that way. Adam Fike is here from the Big 7, WTRF-TV. Good morning, Adam.
3: Uh, good morning, Howard. Yeah, definitely, uh, I would say a yucky day yesterday. I mean, at least we saw periods of sunshine, and you got one more cool day before School starts for a lot of people
1: today. Uh, it was hot. I mean, it was hot, hot, hot. Uh, when we got into, we were in the pool late afternoon. Well, mid afternoon, I guess, three o'clock ish or so. Um, but and it was fine. But boy, we, I got out and sat in the sun for a few minutes to dry off, and oh man, the sun was just baking and blazing. I don't know what the high of the day was yesterday, but it sure, it sure, it sure felt hot up to put it that way.
3: Yesterday it got up to eighty. Here in Wheeling. What
1: okay. was our dew point there. So we, prob- we probably. It felt had- like
3: it was in the
1: 90s. Yeah, yeah. Probably there were places that may have hit 90, or at least we had, feels like probably 90, because it was just blazing hot when I was sitting out there uh, in the sun. Is it going to be that bad today?
3: No, th- the good news, though, we saw a cold front move through yesterday, which is why we saw all those high clouds throughout the day. Didn't bring us any rain, but it is allowing our temperatures to be cooler for our day today. Most of us sit between that seventy eight to eighty two range for our day today. So still gonna feel very warm, still gonna feel sticky, but not quite as hot as what we had yesterday.
1: Tomorrow pretty much the same as today, right?
3: I would say tomorrow's gonna to be a flipped image of today. Let me explain. So today we're starting off mostly cloudy, trying to see some sunshine, hopefulness. By the time we get to the afternoon, we'll pretty much just be seeing sunshine. Okay. Temperature that seventy eight to eighty two degree range. Tomorrow, everyone's going to be in the low 80s, no one in the 70s, but we're going to start off the morning with sunshine and watch clouds increase throughout the day. Maybe a stray shower for parts of the panhandle, but I expect most of the activity to be for Pennsylvania, so we should remain dry throughout the day tomorrow. Just don't be surprised by light shower or drizzle. So sort of flip image of what we're seeing today.
1: It was dark this morning coming in. I mean, the clouds were clearly out there. Um, so uh, after school today, my grandson's first day of school today, after school he and I might be able to get a little swimming in.
3: Of course you are. It's going to be sunny. It's going to be 80s, humid, dew points up for 60s, so definitely still great cool weather.
1: All right. That, that sounds good. But now, so we get through today, tomorrow, um, Thursday is going to bring a little more rain, I guess, right?
3: Thursday into Friday is going to be more active, but it's kind of a confusing day. I'll be completely honest, Howard. It's one of those, it's something or nothing Thursday. We just have a lot of warm air that's high up in the atmosphere itself. It's sort of working its way up. So if we don't get our surface temperatures to become warm enough, all we're going to see is showers and clouds. But if we can warm up enough so like, let's say upper 80s, low 90s on Thursday, we could get some severe storms. So it's one of those. Something I'm watching closely because it looks like we'll likely see storms. Once again, few those could be strong. So it could be some heavy downpours, gusty winds. But the good news is anything that is severe is just that Thursday evening timeframe, maybe early up to midnight, maybe 2 a.m. So that's not good news Friday. But anything we see Friday is going to be more so showers, just general storms.
1: So you just kind of figure, you're trying to figure out Thursday and Friday. So what you're telling me is that you and Zach and Tyler are standing around. Somebody says, "Who's going to throw the dart?"
3: Typically, the one who throws the dart is me because I <laughs> I tend to be the boy who cries wolf. Okay. The thing with me, I'm going to be I'm going to say this as humbly as possible.
5: Okay. I
3: never miss a I never miss a storm. I tend to overhype it sometimes. But you're never going to see me miss miss a storm. Like, oh, where did this tornado come from? We weren't anticipating it. No, you're never going to see me miss that. You might hear me overhype some storms. Like, what was that? Last week or two weeks ago, where we got nothing. I just like to play safe. That's the way
1: I do it. Well, I've always felt, in, in all seriousness, that we are better off to be overwarned than underwarned. Does that make sense?
3: Oh, yeah, no, 100%.
1: Yeah. Uh, but in going into the weekend now, it looks like a good weekend for us.
3: Oh, it's going to be another beautiful weekend. Not as fall-like as what I was initially thinking. I mean, but still, Sunday, Saturday, 81, mostly sunny. That's not bad. Sunday, 78, mainly clear. That's fantastic. And even Monday, basically going to be a copy and paste of Sunday. So once we get past the showers and storms Thursday and Friday, I mean, even Friday night for football, we're going to be free of the showers. So football games Friday night are in the clear we're just going to see beautiful weather settle back in for the weekend and the beginning of next week.
1: So uh, today, tomorrow, uh, actually pretty nice days. It's little clouds in the morning or in the afternoon, depending on what day it is. But pretty nice days, you know moderately warm over the next couple of days. Rain possible Thursday, Friday, maybe some heavy, depending on what time and where. And then uh, going into the weekend and next week, it's going to be a really beautiful weather. So you know, we kind of got, you know, Three, three different uh, three different uh, types of weather. Nice, good weather, rainy weather, beautiful weather to look forward to in this forecast. Which is okay. It's okay. It's just it's a good time of year. It's a good time of year. All right, Adam. I appreciate it, my friend. Thank you very much. We will talk to you again tomorrow.
2: Talk to you
1: then. No, thank you. Wait.
2: Oops, go ahead. <laughs> I thought we were talking to Bob Westfall. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow's Wednesday. I'm sorry, Howard. <laughs> All
1: right. All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Talk to you tomorrow. 748 does until the Yeah, we talk to Adam every day. Every day. Yes. Bob, we do not talk to on Wednesdays. On Wednesday, So just, uh, I get where you were going. 66, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. 65 at the Highlands. 64 um, in my backyard. And 65 degrees at the Robinson Otter Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley.
0: You want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's health care demands. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care right here at home. Developing new and exclusive services recruiting top surgeons we embody the mountaineer spirit building upon strong traditions pioneering medical care moving forward with compassion wvu medicine wheeling hospital delivering the right care right place right time
4: turn that radio dial and
2: walk in because the guys from the pine room podcast come right here to the watchdog with a new extended and revamped show Adding six more hours into the week, join the guys from the Pine Room Podcast every Tuesdays and Thursdays from 12 noon to 3 o'clock to talk local, national, and global sports, news, pop culture, and everything in between. The Pine Room Podcast, right here on The Watchdog
4: you or your loved ones facing a serious legal battle? The Law Office of Paul Harris wants you to know you aren't alone. Do you need someone that's not afraid to go to trial and fight for your rights? Attorney Paul Harris and his team are willing to go where most firms are not the courtroom. With a successful track record in civil litigation, criminal defense, including tax issues and healthcare fraud, Harris Law Office will fight for their clients by offering the most aggressive representation in and out of court. Call Paul Harris at Harris Law Office for a free consultation, 304-232-5300.
0: You want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's healthcare demands. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care, close to home developing new and exclusive services, recruiting top surgeons, featuring the highest level of orthopedic surgery, improving healing, rehab time, and outcomes, offering innovative heart care through our WVU Heart and Vascular Institute, establishing outstanding urology services with a highly experienced urologist and staff, providing comprehensive, world-class women's health services, and equipping the WVU Cancer Institute at Wheeling Hospital with cutting-edge science for the highest standard of care. We embody the mountaineer spirit, building upon strong traditions, moving forward with compassion. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital, delivering the right care, at the right place, at the right time. The coffee is brewed, phone lines are open, and the morning team is ready to roll. From the Robinson Auto Group Studios, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe.
1: to the hour here. Watchdog morning show coming up in the next hour of the show. We'll talk to Ted about the uh, student protest at WVU yesterday. A couple of hundred students on hand to protest the cuts and the reorganization that's being done
2: uh, down there and to call for the firing of E. Gordon Gee you're pointing at me. I'm pointing at you. I didn't want to stop you in the middle of a sentence. I wanted to point at you and say, Howard Monroe, did you ever participate in a, uh, organized uh, participation in a, uh, you know what I'm saying, a protest?
1: I did. I b- b- remember it was the Vietnam War days, and I was among those uh, occasionally didn't it the peace
2: sign out there, Howard. Yeah, was yeah, you? yeah. You
1: know, look, let's be brutally honest about it. That's where the you know hot chicks were.
2: Ha-ha. <laughs> How'd
1: you do, Harry? <laughs> when I was at <laughs> if they think you're on your side for peace, you know, you get... Oh, no, never mind. It's going to make a pun there, and I'm not. Uh, also, next hour, we'll talk with uh, Tom Skateri, our national correspondent. A lot of Trump stuff to get into, including Trump has been uh, issued a $200 bond. Trump says he's going to turn himself in on Thursday. Uh, do you know why Thursday, Bob? I'll tell you why. I don't know why. Because that will take attention away from the debate on Wednesday night. Wednesday night, the other presidential candidates are going to debate. Traditionally, then Thursday morning would be all about how did everybody do in that presidential debate. But instead, Thursday is going to be all focused on Trump's coming to the courthouse, how's the security, you know, he's being booked, all that sort of stuff. I don't think it's unintentional. I think it is perfectly planned for him to steal the limelight. Tom and I will talk about all of that and more coming up in the next hour of the show. It's 7 before the hour right now here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Time to check some sports. And for that, we go to Slider on Sports.
2: From PNC Park last night, the Pirates and the Cardinals began a three game series for last place in the National League Central <laughs> Division. Game nothing one. Like,
1: nothing like running for last place. Playing
2: for last place, Howard. Game one goes to the Pirates. They win big 11 to 1. Josh Palacios had a three run homer, a career high five RBI game. Drew Rahm, not so good. He made his major league uh, debut for the Cardinals. The 23 year old gave up eight runs, six earned, eight hits. In three and three, three and two thirds innings. Remember this guy, Howard, Howard Bailey, falter. Yeah, he didn't last. He night. didn't falter. Yeah, he oh. did not. He picked up his uh, first. Because he faltered w- the
1: last time, I think. Yes, yeah.
2: he picked up his uh, first win of the season. He improves to one and seven now. He gave up only one run in six innings. He struck out eight. Pirate rookie Henry Davis was placed on the ten day DL with a bad right hand. Same two teams tonight playing for last place. Left-hander Adam Wainwright, he's 3-8 for St. Louis. Johan Oviedo for Pittsburgh. He is 6-13. Interesting stat here. Wainwright used to be one of the top pitchers in the league. He is uh, 0-7 with a 12.72 ERA in his last eight starts. First pitch, if anybody cares, 7.05. Monday night football last night, preseason version. The Washington Commanders over the Baltimore Ravens, 29-28 on a 49-yard field goal to end the game and ending Baltimore's 24-game winning streak in the preseason. It was the first time the Ravens have lost in the preseason since 2015. And I got a special announcement here, Howard. For for Ohio State fans, for college football fans anywhere, today on the Pine Room Boys podcast from 12 to 3, right around 12.30, Ohio State tight ends coach Keenan Bailey. That's a pretty, pretty big deal. interview pretty right good, there, right, Howard? Pretty you pretty think Keenan has some things to say about the upcoming Buckeye season? You can catch him uh, with the Pine Room boys at 1235. So uh, make sure you uh, join them today here on the Watchdog Network. Slatter on Sports Time, 7.56.
1: The uh, Pine Room guys will be here uh, after the 12 o'clock news live from WTF-TV 7 studios at noon. And then the Pine Room guys from noon until 3 today. It's one of their three-hour tours that you'll get to listen to uh, them all and and enjoy them, and uh, including that particular interview coming up. 12.35,
2: you said, for that? 12.35. I remember those guys talking about that. Uh, I remember thinking Friday when they were out I'm Grove at Gumby's, I think, man, that's a, that's a pretty big interview right before the season yep. starts. I heard him talk about it at
1: Gumby's, uh, the live broadcast from Gumby's, which they will be doing, I should mention, every Friday uh, during the football season. You can look for and listen to. Uh, The Pine Room team broadcasting live from one of the various area, Gumby locations, uh, all around the upper Ohio Valley. This Friday again in Elm Grove. You'll be able to drop by, visit, say hi, maybe get some deals and specials. And uh, and I don't know, maybe they'd let you be on the radio, but I don't know if they will or not. Do they? Do they open their mic up and let strangers come by?
2: Those guys are very, very friendly. I think they would. I think they would let you have a shout out. But uh, a lot of horns last week. People going by and means that they were what our, getting horny they for they the power. All horned up uh, yesterday afternoon as we did kick off uh, football Friday. Every football Friday, like Howard said, we'll be at a Gumby's this week again out in Elm Grove.
1: And then, of course, every Friday uh, after the Pine Room, guys, it's the Matt Jones uh, pre-owned auto uh, Friday afternoon walkthrough live here from the studio with uh, Jerry Ames and Scott Noldy and Brett Clough right?
2: Absolutely, and I think Mark Mark Heidman, Heidman, too. Yeah, I'm sorry, absolutely. I forgot
1: Mark. Yeah, exactly. So that's, uh, that's another part of our regular fr- – we're into the season. As we've said, it's our busy season, and, man, we have got it. And, of course – I wasn't going to promote all Friday, but I might as well do it now. Let's stop now. Let's jump ahead to Friday. We've got two great games for you as we kick off our season of John Marshall Monarch coverage and Wheeling Central Maroon Knights coverage.
2: We do Uh, John Marshall on the road at University, so don't fret if you can't make it down to uh, Morgantown. No problem, as Howard will tell you, we got many many ways of of hearing us. But on the radio, the uh, old-fashioned way, WVLY. WVLY, 1370 AM, 97.7 on the FM dial. And then Wheeling Central host, James Monroe. Again, if you can't make it, hey, we have it here on the Watchdog Network. You can catch all the action there on WKKX, 1600 AM, 98.1 on your FM dial. And if you, for some reason, are
1: out of the immediate broadcast area, or if you have family and friends who are out of town, Uh, or you're going to be out of town on Friday night going somewhere for the weekend or what have you, you can still listen. Listen online. You simply go to watchdognetwork.com. And you can click on WVOY if you want to hear the uh, Marshall, John Marshall game. Uh, you click on WKKX if you want to hear the Maroon Knights. Simple as that. And, yes, for those who prefer tune-in radio, tune-in radio is working just fine. You can go to TuneIn radio for a 1370 WVOY or TuneIn radio for 1600 WKKX. You can listen on your TuneIn radio app. So however you choose to listen online, you can crystal clear audio, perfectly clear. Great uh, way to listen. Tell your friends and neighbors. Tell grandma if they want to hear, you know, little Bobby's game. I wish I could see him play football. Well, she can't see him, but she can hear him by going to our website, watchdognetwork.com, or by using TuneIn Radio. And I guess come back to today before I wrap up today. Today uh, we have the Pine Room guys, noon to 3. And then this evening, of course, Tony Caridi at 6 o'clock always, the uh, statewide uh, sports line. And the uh, Browns Coaches Show is on today at 7 o'clock. So you to tune into all of that. Lots of stuff going on here on the Watchdog Radio Network. Well, it's just about 8 o'clock. Coming up next hour, some national political news, international news, because Tom Scattery is a Pentagon correspondent. Uh, and then later in the hour, I want to talk about, are we not having food delivered to our homes as much as we were during the pandemic? Well, the numbers say, no, we're not having food delivered as much. And also... What's the best beverage to pair with a hot dog? I've got a surprising suggestion for you. Coming up next hour. Watch Dog Morning Show. I'll watch it, take it, take it. Next morning, FM 97.7, AM 1370, WVLY, Moundsville.
4: See news. I'm Sheri Preston. Those who have been indicted together in the election tampering case in Fulton County, Georgia, are preparing to turn themselves in, including former President Donald Trump. In Atlanta, here's ABC's Aaron Katursky.
3: The sheriff here says he expects all 19 defendants to be fingerprinted and have their mug shots taken. Former President Trump has posted on social media, he'll turn himself in here on Thursday, one day before the deadline set by prosecutors, and hours after the first Republican debate. Which former President Trump says he will not attend.
4: ABC's Justin Finch reports there is another poll out focused.